With me, without further ado, let me just introduce my special guest. I have CJ Emanuel in the house. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad to be here, bro. Let's do it. I'm, honestly, like I said before we started recording, I'm honored to have you on, bro. A fellow K100 listener, Patreon supporter, fan. Right. A um, fan. Shout and, out to Coach Disco, Joe Feeney. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. Um as much as I want to get into into, I want to get a little bit of your background on stand up, bro. Like I said, I did a little bit of open mics and stuff. And how long have you been into it? And been right, doing so it? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and make this the short answer. Okay. So I initially started, not even started, but just as a bucket list thing, going through a divorce in 2008. Yeah. Did a five minute open mic and did that. Did pretty good. Some wacky hacky bit about being single and walk around the house butt naked again and whatever <laughs> and um smash cut to 2019 i'm still living in virginia getting ready to move back down to san antonio and i take a workshop through this program called art armed services arts partnership asap asap.org and they're great because they teach not just stand-up comedy they have programs like improv this is going to be a long answer i can feel it. i'm gonna try and make it short but I'm gonna it's cool it's cool short long short answer um so asap is a is a program that has not just stand-up comedy but improv songwriting or maybe not songwriting but creative writing other mm-hmm. arts type um programs that are offered to active duty retired former military spouses family members va caregivers oh, wow. and most of them are free or their scholarship and they have like different scholarships for other programs. Mm-hmm. They're based in DC. The, I went through the program that was run through the Norfolk, Virginia area. <clears throat> Smash cut to 2022 last year. Cause I moved down here. COVID got in the way. Fear got in the way. Started fucking with me a little yeah. bit. I'm sorry. I'm talking. Right no, you can like, cuss bro. Fuck it. All right. Right. Um, <laughs> So honestly, my real start is last. You know, I'm coming up on a year of actively doing it, um, and even now, my, do you? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but do you do open mics? Do you do? Oh yeah, yeah. I was at a, I was at an elbow room last night. Um, had a great time out there. I was thinking about going yesterday, to be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that would have been awesome, bro. Yeah. I yeah, that'd have been cool. Um, I met a really cool dude there, uh, Duck Easy. I don't know if you oh, ever yeah. ran into him. Man, I was talking about this on uh, another podcast, um, the John Don't Know Show. Shout out to my boy, John Abraham and Jimmy Lou. Um, and we were talking Duck Easy. Um, yeah, he's he's a he's a funny dude, man. He tried to book me like my very first time hanging out there. I was too scared to even get up. And he was like, hey, man, you got 10 minutes? No, man. Yeah. <laughs> five yet at the time. To be, to be uh, honest, yeah, he's no probably doubt. the only guy I ran into doing open mic that he just engaged me in conversation. Yeah, I mean, and, I don't know if it's just you know being there and open mic. You're in your own. You're like you're in your zone. You kind of don't want to mess. Well, I don't know. It, people, Doug, people, Doug are, you know, shows, people are kind of. Doug and, puts on shows as well, and he yeah. he runs uh, he runs a mic on. Um, it used to be every Sunday at this spot called Rocky's Rocky's Tavern. Yeah, um, that's a cool spot to to work out as well. So San Antonio has damn oh, yeah. near every mon- Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Upstage is going back to having all Wednesdays um, Bentley home. So yeah, from like Monday to Thursday, 
there's an open mic some Sunday to Thursday. There's an open mic somewhere yeah. in San Antonio. And yeah. upstage comedy lounge and Laugh Out Loud are the two like main clubs there. And I've worked at both of those spots and had had a good time at, at both of those times. So I've, yeah, there's I some there's some talent out here in San Antonio. I did yeah, like I said, I did Take a few it. few open mics and I had I think I had done one years ago, like 2008, 2009, but I don't, I think I was kind of tipsy. I, like I started drinking a little bit to kind of calm my nerves. Yeah, and most, then, yeah most of But I didn't, I didn't drink beer. Yeah. I drank, I was taking shots. So um, all I can remember off the top of my head was that me and my buddy went, he went on and then I went on, but I remember somebody talking to me about his set. And he was asking me like, "Hey, does you know?" Like he was asking me like, "I don't, I don't, I don't know." I wasn't trying to be rude because this is my, this is my boy, this is my friend. And yeah. uh, and then years later, I did a, uh, I think I've talked about it. I did a film slam, and I you get in state, you get in front of an audience, and you you know introduce a piece of film or whatever you worked on, whether the start in rate whatever, and okay. you for five minutes, and then people like a poetry slam, and people jot down you know they give you a rating what they like what you did what they didn't like what could be improved you know cre- uh, creative criticism and oh, nice. my brother told me that i look so natural up there just on the mic introducing this and and uh a, a, well not really well yeah, i guess a co-worker friend passed away last year and it just you start thinking about stuff like yeah stop regret you do it what's what's wrong just just yep. pull the trigger you know and so i did it i did it a few times and i had fun dude i miss it i really do i you know just being on there even you know i'm not professional and i'm still you know getting my feet wet i'm gonna stumble but just the random stuff that you don't think is funny that actually hits and it kind of mm-hmm. takes you back yep like okay then now i can work with this and stuff like that I was just talking to a kid who's going through a, a workshop at Upstage a couple hours ago. Told me the same thing. Uh, in our conversation, he's going over some some bit ideas, and he threw something out there that made me laugh, and he just blew right through it. I said, "That's a throwaway, bro." Yeah, anytime. Yeah, so go back and listen to your stuff. He's brand new too, bro. He, he's, I mean, I'm, I'm a baby comic. This dude just just popped. His head is. He's still in it, and his head, his head just popped out. You know, he's crowning. You know what I'm saying? He's so brand new, and um, so yeah, I kind of told him that that same thing that you just alluded to, bro. Um, listen to those those unintentional pops because that's your nat- that's your natural talent for one, and that's that's something that that's something that's telling you that you're onto something, and that that helped me when I was writing my first five last year, getting ready for um a, a, a showcase, and and I'm still butt nervous. I'm at elbow room. Elbow room took me a while to get used to being home. I got accepted there early, but as far as getting over at the open mic and getting comfortable, that spot, it used to intimidate me a little bit, but now I love it. Um, LOL still kind of intimidates me a little bit because that's kind of like our big, big spot or whatever. Yeah. The hell was I talking about before? Let me get my point back. I was talking about the, what the hell was I talking about? I'll tell you ADHD is a mug, bro. What was I just talking about? Um, how the guy you were talking to about like you hear something that you don't think is going to land and then it pops it pops yeah. the crowd right yeah so go work, back and listen so especially yeah so go back and listen i told him go back and listen to your your set 
as raw it is as it is and the laughs that you didn't get that you expected but listen to see if you got any chuckles on something you said setting that shit up you know because yeah. he's got he's got um potentials for some really good stuff his background and stuff is his backstory he's got some he's got some potential for some good material so it's just kind of coaching him a little bit so it's funny small world universe all that shit you know yeah i'm surprised like, a lot of people that are on the k100 patreon are not just from texas but they actually you know san antonio area or even you know just yeah. like me like i moved back home two hours away but it's still it's not it's not like going to Austin or going to like to Dallas. That that's a hell of a trip. Yeah. You know, San Antonio has always just been not oh, just down the road, you know. Mm. And so uh hearing people when he when uh, K Dog Conan uh does his shout outs and he, you know, shouts out everybody that signed up and where they're from. It, it's surprising, but at the same time, it's like, okay, cool. You know, it's 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 really cool. This makes sense. But, I mean, it's a huge uh Latino population, huge military uh community yeah. in San Antonio. So it makes sense, bro. A lot of wrestling history yeah. i grew up a Vikings fan i grew up a world-class championship wrestling fan you know back in the little nappy-headed kid back in the 80s bro you know what i'm saying watching rick flair carry von eric in the, in the sportatorium i didn't i didn't see it live but seeing it on tv watching yeah. it world class and and being mad as hell at rick flair and being mad as hell at michael hayes and terry gordy for screwing over carry von eric because he had the nwa championship one you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah, so this this area makes sense to have a large K one hundred and a large wrestling fan. Um, a large southern, basically southern wrestling WCW, which was NWA. Yeah, you know, and, we got uh, some out down here back in the day too. From so we got some, you know, Georgia Championship. We saw some of all yeah. that shit today. Yeah. Um, before we before we get into the 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 main issue here on the podcast, I just want to uh, iterate my small town. Did not have T. My cable did not have TNT or USA. I, so during the Monday Night Wars, only thing I had was Saturday Night on TBS. Oh. And uh, I don't know if you saw the Patreon uh, uh, just released the uh, JoJo. The uh, I'm sorry, the Watch Along, where you get to choose a match and watch it with with them. Mm. I did mine on a Saturday night. Uh, I was gonna say main event, a Saturday night WCW match that I remember when I was a kid. Because it was him, uh, Disco Inferno versus Norman Smiley. Now, I really, really liked doing um, the match because Norman Smiley was probably one of my favorite wrestlers. And it was the wiggle. And now, in this match particular, Disco banned the wiggle for some reason. And uh, so, like, just to get back to where I was getting at, I had seen a tweet by... um, forget who it was ryan satin or somebody and and it was like he was channel surfing between the two channels for nitro and raw and i'm just like hey bro i don't know what that was like i don't i remember seeing the nitro highlights on saturday night and then when 98 came uh tbs had thunder i know i was super excited when thunder came out because i it was a weekly television show just like nitro that we could finally see I remember, like back in those days, in, in that period that you're talking about, the, like late '90s, early 2000s. I was, I was in the Navy. I was like a young E5. I was second class, third class, second class, E45. Oh. And bro, we used to have like a version of tape trading where we'd be underway, right? And uh-huh. like some, some, some cats were WWF fans. Some cats were WCW fans. Some guys were ECW. That's how I learned about ECW. 
And so their wives and girlfriends and mothers, fathers, whatever family, they would send care packages. They would send the wrestling tapes. So instead okay. of so instead of watching porn on Friday night, we might or we might <laughs> still watch porn on Friday night, and then on Saturday morning we might watch. You know, we'll watch Nitro. We'll watch Raw. We'll get yeah. caught up. The pay per views. We get caught up while we, while underway or whatever. And the yeah. same thing in port. You know, if we're on duty or on watch. You know, if we weren't on watch, we were watching either Raw or Nitro live. Flipping back and forth and all that, man. So, and it, I remember this one cat that um, I was I was on the, I was his name was Chris, and he was a he was a radio man, mm-hmm. and so this we're talking technology. We we didn't have email, we didn't have any of that stuff. All that stuff was brand new. Yeah, so it was like message traffic, and so we would get our news. He'd come down to the admin office, the ship's office, and give us the the what the 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 AFRTS um, message bulletin on board, but what happened. You know, at at uh, Hell in the Cell or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, wow. our, he was our go-to source for what was going <laughs> on. And, you know, we were big, you know, big WWF. He was a big WWF fan. He he died in 9-11 at the Pentagon. Um, I we I had seen him maybe like three weeks prior because I was there too. I was, you know, like three weeks prior. Um, but yeah, he was like a big, big time wrestling mark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, before we get started, let me just go ahead and just thank you for your service, dude. Like, no bullshit. Yeah. You know, as a son, my dad's a Vietnam veteran. I got a lot oh. of love and a lot of appreciation for the people that that enlist, you know, yeah. and just and went over and 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 whatever in any service. I mean, they have to be war, but just a huge thank you, dude. Like appreciate the bottom of my heart, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh man, uh, let's get into your comedy. We did a little bit at the beginning. Okay, I don't know if we were. I think we had recorded, but uh, um. I'm sure you've seen the clips of uh, George Lopez shitting on an up and coming Latino oh, yeah. artist and oh, yeah. all yeah. the hate. All the, yeah. yeah. All this stuff, all these uh, people that take a snippet, they don't listen or watch the whole two hour conversation. They just take a snippet and then they jump on it. Mm. Um, do you think he's getting a lot of, you know, undeserved hate because of it or just, you know, he's he is a certain way politically and just in his ways now that people don't agree with it. And they just want to they basically want to shit on for no reason. Yeah. So I don't I don't really I know the name Raul Barbosa, but I, I'm not really familiar with with his with his acts. Um, so. I guess the question I have, because in, in the blood community, you know. There's there seems there's there's a pocket of people who feel if you if you blow up you got to bring everyone else up so is that the same in the latino community so is is I, is i think obligated i'm sorry i'm sorry but i think i'm sorry to interrupt you but i think categorizing it as to just race you know what why can't just people help each other help help another mm-hmm. person regardless of race gender orientation if they're funny, you think they're funny, you know, hey man, let me let me hey, you want to do a show? You I'm you've got this little gig going on. Like we talked about uh Duck Easy, how he tried he wanted to include you in, in a in a show. And uh and you had just I think you said you just started out or you you were still in the in the beginning phases and stuff. I even started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's yeah, like I hadn't even started, yeah. And so, like, I think people just, they've heard stories, and I've, I've heard stories, and people have their own, 
you know, their own incidences with George Lopez that, oh, it's it's just personal and uh, incidences and then just hearing stories like, oh, like he didn't want to help somebody come up or he, you know, he don't. Some people just some people, you know, they don't want to be looked at as a stepping stone, if that makes sense. Like, oh, mm. you used me to get on top or whatever. And I, mean, I think I'm... maybe he's he saw that in the beginning. He's just like, you know what? Nah. And like I said, the the whole conversation, the whole I, I listened to the whole two hours. I'm a Steve Trevino fan. I don't I'm, I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah, and, I know uh, Steve. Yeah, he got. Oh, I'm pretty sure because he's got his face on the LOL window. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> um, and just listening to his podcast and his comedy and just him being from Texas. You know, maybe maybe it's a Texas thing that we want to help other people. You know, and it shouldn't be. I mean, I've, I've heard from a comic here, um, Big Al Gonzalez, who's originally from Bay Area, San Francisco, has been in San Antonio for a while, and he's he's said to me how San Antonio is it's not Austin, it's not L.A., it's not Chicago, it's not New York, it's it's not. Um, but one thing that is a little different that he, he hasn't that he hasn't seen much anywhere else is there seems to be more of a desire for comics to work together here. But even that's kind of clicky I've seen in certain spots and stuff. Yeah. And but it's not uncommon for people to form up little collectives and because in San Antonio, if you're not hitting upstage or um, laugh out loud your options are really to either get out of town or pr- produce your own shit. And Duck produces a lot of his own stuff. Um, yeah. I, fo- I follow him on so, Facebook. I see a lot of, um, I see a lot of stuff that he's, he's doing and, and, and involved with. And uh, you know, I've since starting this podcast and interacting with a bunch of other creative people that do their own podcasts and music artists and physical artists. And the, you know, it shouldn't and with social media, you know, Let's say, hey, I'm gonna tell my cousin, hey, uh, promote, help me promote my podcast. Oh yeah, okay, cool. And then they don't, you know. And yeah. then this whole hashtag network familia that I'm involved with, and and like I said, these other people are involved with. It's just a big group text message of other people liking and retweeting these, promoting other people's stuff, and helping bring mm-hmm. other audiences, other people like. I wouldn't have known some of these other podcasts had not not been involved in it. And then knowing yeah. that and listening to them, you know, sometimes when they don't put out an episode, I'm just like, man, why do I got to wait so long? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's good to have that positivity because let's be real. Social media can be negative as fuck. Hell yeah. Everybody getting, I mean, I've always said social media has always been a soapbox that not only, you know, you got this one dude who's, you know, he has, his views or his his thing, you know, Alex Jones style. But if you don't, you know, amplify it to the world through social media, no one's really gonna know or care. You know, yeah. sometimes the good blow up, and so do you know the bad, if that makes any sense. And uh, you know, I'm all I'm all for helping, and and like I just did JJ Claxon's podcast, and it's. <laughs> He's, he's really cool dude he's he's really we i had him on my podcast and you know i told him like it was cool to see him doing his thing yeah. and i really hope he keeps doing it i hope he brings on a lot of other people 
you know, and I'm always down to promote you to other like um I'd encourage you to go follow That's Wild Podcast. Those are my boys, Tito and Everett. They okay. they're really they they've haven't been up to doing their podcast lately, I think, because football season and stuff. Right. But hopefully they're gonna ramp up and do some things. Uh, but I encourage a lot of people to go check them out and uh, you know, B and D Mike the the B and Mike D show. They've they've got some pretty they've got some awesome episodes. Um, the Geekdom fan cast, and it's just it's total strangers helping total strangers in a way that's like you know positive that you know and then and and uh networking is basically what i'm getting at so you know you do one podcast you do get your name out there and you're introduced to a whole new whole new group of people you know yeah, that's that's the goal yeah yeah so i mean everybody's trying to be successful at and and you know it ain't gonna happen overnight you know i mean uh. It's, it's I ain't gonna do a damn TikTok dance, but I'll uh I'll lip sync a scene from Harlem Nights, you right. know, movies that I love and and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, when you asked to be on the podcast, you asked me if if I have guests, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I do have guests, but it's not like every week is a different person, right? Um, right. But I've listened to a I, couple of episodes uh, to get smartened up. I listened to your last one. I see you do some solos, and yeah, I I. I, I I I want to do something similar, but I don't want to steal your gimmick, bro. Because I, I oh, kind of, you know, the cheesy movies that my sister used to want to watch all the fucking time when cable first came out and shit. That's how man. Hey, if hey, if Coke and Pepsi can coexist, I'm pretty sure. I'm, yeah, I might, you know, might do it with you. I've you know. said it. I've said it many times. It's this whole thing is a creative outlet for me, bro. Like, I'm a goof. I'm silly. I like. I always like hearing making people laugh and you know i've been tinkering with uh i don't know if you heard jj's podcast i you know about getting into script writing and, and yeah. indie films and stuff like that That's dope, bro. and i'm in a perfect situation right now where i'm not working on the weekends you know and come home tired you know i'm actually have a little bit more free time a little bit more family time and you know ever since we moved back yeah it sucks because i can't go and you know, wet my whistle on open mic nights and go to different and, 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 and so, but I can still, I can still do what I want to do in a way that's creative, mm-hmm. but this on my time in a way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, um, it does. So is, like there, said, is there a scene, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you Is there a scene in Del Rio you've out somewhere around there? Like, I was thinking about that corpus all the time. So I was, I was, wondering, I was thinking like- about looking into that, but I really haven't had the time. And at the same, I have a friend of mine that works at it. I think it's like a bar and grill, mm-hmm. but uh, it, you know, I haven't talked to her. For, I mean, we're friends on social media and that's about it. And it's just, you know, it, you know, I think I'd much rather do go places where no one's going to recognize me in a way. Okay. You know, cause that's- I, you know, if I do one and like, Hey, I saw you. Like, I understand I now why people, it. I understand why actors go don't see their films. You know what I mean? Like you don't. Yeah. It's almost cringy in a way. Like you did it. Oh, it's very cringy, bro. I I record all my all my open mics, all of my shows, either on a on my phone audio or video, and I think I might have watched five percent of them. <laughs> it's just it's hard to go back and watch yourself in years, but you have to, especially in this in this craft, because you you yeah. gotta watch you gotta, you gotta watch it like you're watching game film. You got to get used to yeah. hearing your voice. You got to learn. And I'm still working on it, but you got to learn to be objective and say, okay, I'm 
I'm I'm fidgeting too much here. I need to stop putting my hand in my pocket. Okay, I stuttered here. I meant to say this. Okay, this really hit. I didn't expect this to hit, and yeah. be that scientific about it. And I respect the the, the comics that have developed that muscle because I sure haven't developed it yet. Yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot of Joe Diaz and Burt Kreischer's and Joey episodes, Diaz. and and just hearing them talk about open mic and just in general comedy itself, you know. And that's why I'm so I was so happy you reached out because I know you you did stand up and I know you you sent in that uh that video to disco yeah. on them first ever yeah. juicy funny submission hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah um and so I was like I mean let me pick his brain because yeah I mean I'm still a I'm still a guppy let's be real I did a, two or three open mics maybe I think four but one of them I didn't record mm. and and I'm always will and I'm always open to hear people in it doing it and you know and just taking in the knowledge like a sponge you know what i mean yeah. and 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 hearing and if you're open like i'll send you some links i don't know if they're unlisted but my open mics and i just i want to see i want to hear your what your opinions and you know okay, i'll be happy to bro pointers and stuff to. if you're down and um so yeah this has been a very very fun conversation bro and uh this movie I know, I know you want to stick with the gimmick, but if you ever want to talk about anything else, um, movies you love, stuff, I do that extra butter feed and it's the whole complete, you know, the whole, oh, my favorite movie. And, you know, it's, it's a thing. I've, okay. I haven't done much of those lately only because I'm, I'm concentrating on getting to episode 100 and okay. knocking these out weekly. Okay. I think come uh, April, when I have some time, I'm going to start knocking out some more you know, extra butterfeed podcast episodes and stuff. And okay. uh, right. I'm gonna hold you to that because I, I got I already couple I already have a couple movies in mind and stuff. So yeah, get to your hundred, bro, and then I'll come buck the <laughs> shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? I'll definitely yeah, come. I, mean, I, had, I had a great time hanging out here, bro. So 